0: I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. happy monday how are you doing i hope you are well i hope you are living life like it's golden and if you were with me last week i also hope that you took up space if you did please send me a dm i really am or a text message if you have my number let's grow together you don't have to grow by yourself this is a community effort a communal effort I was listening to someone and his name was Dr. Daniel Black. I wish there was a way and maybe I'll even try to play for you all some of the things that he was saying. But, oh, the man is just touched in a beautiful way. But he was talking about the fact that we have hijacked the term. The concept or whatever of you know how people say it takes a village to raise a child and he was sharing that that's actually not the accurate depiction of what that was supposed to be and that it's an African proverb and that the proverb actually says it takes a whole village to raise a child and by whole he didn't mean you know 89 people in the village he meant whole as in everyone within that village was whole they were wealthy. they were healthy i mean money wouldn't hurt but they were healthy they were able to bring their whole selves into the care of the child a whole village not a broken village not a village filled with broken people but anyway i'm clearly you you already know i don't even get surprised when I talk about stuff that I did not plan to talk about. I didn't plan to talk about that with you all, but just it was just, I guess, on my heart because of the power of the community. We have to remember that the community, the quality of our community is so incredibly important. So, as we heal together, make sure like you and I are just spending time together on Mondays, we're not actually having these conversations you know, every single day, or, you know, there are some people obviously listening that I don't even know. I wish I knew you. We are pretend friends. You're my friend in my head, but I need you to get some real people around you as well, who you can be vulnerable with as you heal and as you grow. Now, this week, we're going to continue our conversation of taking up space with a concerted effort on our voices, like our literal voices. I remember a time where there was this hashtag Amplify Black Voices, and that's probably, it might still be out there on social media, I don't know, but that hashtag was everywhere. And I I was grateful for it, don't get me wrong, but before we just jump into movements, I really wish that we can address and clear out all the insecurities and the doubts and any other hindrances that keep our voices from being heard. This topic is actually near and dear to me, which is probably why we're continuing on it this week. And a long time ago, when I first started the podcast, I actually shared my personal journey to finding my voice. I believe the episode, if you want to scroll through to find that, it might be called Woman Evolved. And it was about my experience um, at the Woman Evolved conference for the first time that is... um, I was going to say delegated because she calls us the delegation if you are a person who goes to the conference. But it is ran, basically, for lack of better terms, by Sarah Jakes Roberts. But anyway, I am a firm believer that healing is really not just for us alone. When we receive breakthroughs, it's our responsibility to pass the baton of freedom on to the next person. So, if you are already feeling a stir within your spirit as you hear this, consider yourself up next, okay? (laughs) Now, today is also the last Monday of Women's History Month. And so, I really do want to center us again because we are so pivotal to who and what the community becomes. But I'm not going to even, I'm not going down that rabbit hole not going to do it. I know it sounds like I'm saying that to you, but I'm really talking to myself. Stay on mission, sis. All right, but for real, y'all. There it is. For far too long, women in our country, especially Black women in our country, have been expected to be seen and not heard. Our outward appearances held more weight than what was within and generally speaking, society simply just didn't believe it was a "quote unquote" woman's place to speak up on matters near and dear to her heart. Now, if we're gonna keep it real, real, which you know we're gonna do, we all know that women were always more accepted in the bedroom than they were the bed, the boardroom, right? Trash. But anyway, I'm sharing this brief snapshot of history to inform or remind you that societal messages are extremely powerful and have incredible impacts on how we show up in the world. These messages and expectations for us women to shut up and be pretty have silently convinced us of this misconceived notion that attempted to silence our roars and make us believe that our voices didn't matter. Always remember, though, that especially if you are a believer of Christ, if it does not line up with the word of God, it does not line up for you either. Okay, And in the word, Proverbs 31, chapter 26 says that virtuous women speak with wisdom and faithful instruction is on our tongues. Okay, In fact, God made us in his image and implanted his power within us. If he was able to speak and create an entire world, do you really think he sent you down here to stay on mute? (laughs) Because it's a no for me. Literally, God created the world and then gave us woman power in our womb to create and birth the world. This is not a coincidence. We are way more powerful than people give us credit for. And that's not always true because there are people who put respect on our name. But... It is so funny when I start to just pinpoint moments when I get into my bag because I feel the spirit turning up already, but this topic gives me so hype because I am a first-hand witness of the freedom and authority that occurs when we break those chains of bondage over our voices and our lives. Starting when I was a little girl, I was often admonished for speaking up and out. Even though I challenged every attempt to be silenced, the seed of insecurity and the power of my voice had been planted and that thing started to take root. As a young adult, I didn't need my parents to tell me to be quiet anymore because I was doing it myself. And it honestly wasn't until the summer of 2019 that I realized the little voice that questioned and doubted the purpose of my voice was actually the enemy attempting to thwart God's plan for my life. I'm so grateful for every moment I push past that little lion voice and allow my real voice to be used through things like publishing my devotional and public speaking engagements. And I'm even more grateful that the Holy spirit revealed that those insecurities were a reflection of hell in the first place, baby, baby boo. <laughs> if God gives you a message, a tweet, a text, or even a book, you need to release it. Stop worrying about who will approve it or how many likes it will receive. Those concerns only come up, now I'm about to, I'm about to get real with you, when we operate in our prideful flesh. Ouch, I know, I know. But when we're so worried about, and not even worried about it, when we have so much ownership of the output of the thing that God has called us to, we are acting like we were in charge of the gift in the first place. We are on assignment. God put the gift inside of us expecting for it to be made known to his folks. He didn't give it to us to be on layaway. And then back on the shelf because we didn't make the deposit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you live that privileged life. I am so happy that layaway is a very foreign concept to you. Anyway, (laughs) just Google it. Do a history lesson. Some people had to put the stuff on layaway, And if you didn't go pay that bill, they putting it back. It don't matter how much you had on it either. If you did not pay that bill in full, you were not getting that out of the store. Stop putting the gift of God on Leahway, way, first of all. Using our voice with the kingdom in mind is basically saying yes to those nudgings from God immediately. Stop worrying about what other people will think. Now, recently, and I don't say this often, so trust me on this. God gave me what felt like a prophetic word to speak over a family member's life. At this point, I've gotten to the point where I am completely comfortable in being led by God when I'm sharing his spirit droppings with the general public via social media, et cetera, or even private with other friends I have in the faith. However, I think God was ready to move me onto the next level of obedience because A, this family member and I are not close in a way that this type of vulnerability would be comfortable. And then B, we have very different walks of life. Y'all, I honestly went back and forth about texting her and sharing the message, but it was so heavy on my heart that I couldn't even pretend I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit urging me to reach out. Did she receive the message? Absolutely. Do I know what the fruit of that message was? Absolutely not. (laughs) Here's the thing, y'all. We are messengers of God. We are not God. Our job is to deliver the truth and the light. That's it. Okay, release all the expectations that you have to see the immediate responses, good or bad, when you utilize your voice. That's not the point. It's never the point. My mailman never knocks on my door to make sure that I have opened, read, and received the mail that's sent to my home. His job is to deliver the package. All other responsibility falls on me. And I hope you caught that, okay? We are the male people. Sometimes we become intimidated by our gifts because we don't understand its purpose or its power. One of the most impactful things I kept hearing both in the physical and spiritual realm for months a couple of years ago was this question. What if your gift was the breakthrough that someone else is waiting on? And let me tell you, Child, hearing it for the first time sent chills down my spine, but hearing it on repeat from completely different sources proved that either God was trying to make a point or that I was taking too long to understand that he was actually talking to me. You know how somebody will say something to you and you look around, even though it's really nobody else around because they just can't be talking to you. So um, that that's actually a visual representation of my foolishness, prior to God making it plain for me. Okay, that that was the message that He gave to me, and I kept being like, "Wow, Lord, that's a good word." He like, um, uh, um, you know, I'm talking to you, right? Yeah, that, yeah. You know, if I can't be vulnerable with you, how can I expect vulnerability too? <laughs> but really, the most powerful relation, excuse me, revelation I had in relation to my own gift as it relates to my voice was that, and I've told y'all this before, but I got to tell you again my humility was a mask for insecurity. For years, I thought I was comfortable being behind the scenes, even though I, and I actually still am, but there was more to it than I thought or that I was acknowledging. Even though I've performed on countless stages, operating under the spotlight in the spiritual realm was just incredibly uncomfortable for me. I never wanted it to come off as being pompous or self-righteous, and I thought I was operating in humility when I would shy away from opportunities to speak out. I realized in retrospect that I was actually elevating and submitting to the perceived opinions of others instead of being obedient to the call of God on my life. That's heavy, right? Now, I didn't have to share that personal revelation with you today. Like our favorite, Tabitha Brown loves to say, that's my business. However, there are so many other ways that... We ignore being vulnerable and sharing of ourselves, and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's quote-unquote our business, and it has everything to do with the fact that we are shying away from the truth that we don't even receive yet. Now, I'll be honest. There are so many other ways that I could have driven that point home, but helping another person, especially my sisters and brothers in Christ, understand that truth is really that important to me. The truth is that somebody's breakthrough, it really is attached to your obedience to the the call of God on your life. God uses our seemingly small daily interactions in huge life-changing ways, We are his vessels, y'all. Our voices are needed, y'all. They matter. Please don't let imposter syndrome convince you anything else. You already know that whenever I turn on the mic, whenever I share in this podcast, I allow myself to be led by the Holy Spirit, not knowing what the response will be. I've already decided that if one person listens, it is blessed. Or if 1,000 people listen, it is blessed. No matter if it's one or a 1,000, as long as I said yes to my call, the assignment is complete. God has a way of drawing the people to you who need to hear what you have to say. And honestly, I have been amazed at how in tune the Holy Spirit has been with everybody who reaches out to me after every episode. And I'm just like... <laughs> it's literally nothing but God. People will be like, "Oh my gosh, that was just for me." And I don't be knowing nothing about what they got going on. So the next time, the point is this. The next time your voice is requested, please accept the opportunity. Please stand tall in your conviction and know that God is backing you. Backing you. Don't allow your age, your reach, your life's paths or the little raggedy devil (laughs) to convince you that what you have to say doesn't matter. It does. Your voice is necessary and we are all waiting to hear you roar. So you got this. I'm telling you, you got this. Whether it's speaking up on the job, speaking out against injustices or advocating for yourself within your home, your voice is your power. And believe it or not, Your voice is also something that has to be just like a muscle because it's very uncomfortable stepping into it. But the deeper we get in the truth of who the Lord is, the more we understand ourselves by understanding Him, the deeper we can become, the stronger we can become with using the muscle that is our voice. But I know sometimes people say, you know what? I'm going to leave it on mute and keep it cute. Well, sometimes it ain't cute. Am I telling you to just go word vomit and spill your voice out and scream and holler from the rooftops? Of course I'm not. You know I'm not saying that, but I, I have to be clear because there is somebody who's going to hear what I'm saying, and they might be thinking something along those lines, and they're like, oh, here's my confirmation, and that's why I have to use my voice to say nope. Don't use me for the foolishness. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that truth is necessary and that your voice matters, that you matter. And when you take up space by advocating for yourself or those that you love, people that you believe in, that is important. When you feel that nudging from the Holy Spirit telling you to respond to that question in that whole group or that small group, and you're like, I don't really want to say nothing. They don't really want to hear from me. You do need to say it. It's not about you in this moment. God put you in that position so that whatever he placed inside of you comes out and hops onto the person who was there to receive it. Our voice is ours, but it's not just for us. So Please think about this, y'all. This is another opportunity every single week. I don't know if we're ever going to get to the point where we just become passive listeners. That's not the assignment that I was given with this podcast. So if you're like, dang, Nakia, you just gave me a challenge last week. You told me to start taking up space and now you're telling me I need to use my voice. Yep, sure am. You're right. Thank you for understanding, comprehending, and summarizing it because you're absolutely 100% right. And it is, okay? And you, you know what? We all have to grow together. We have to stretch together. There is nothing that I'm saying that I haven't already experienced and haven't been blessed by. So even if it's hard, we can do hard things, can't we? Yes, we can. And I know that you're going to use your voice in, in an impactful way this week, this month, this year. It doesn't have to be speaking to 10,000 people. It could be talking to a child who needs to know that she is seen, that she is not the mistakes that she's made. It might be talking to a sweet baby boy and letting him know that he is enough and that he doesn't have to be anything he doesn't want to be, even if the world is asking him to be. How can you use your voice to uplift truth And to also bring forth more love. That's all I'm asking, friends. And I know we can do this. (sighs) Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope if you are a woman that you have had a month where you felt appreciated, heard, seen, and loved. And if not, I'm telling you right now that God sees you. He loves you. He finds you valuable and worthy. And you are beautiful from head to toe, from in to the out. I love y'all so much. Thank you for part of being this family. Did that make sense? Thank you for part. Nope. Coffee time. Thank you for being a part of this family. And that's all I got. Okay. Bye.